Hey everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros podcast. I'm here on an afternoon with my friend Andrew, who is also the co-host and currently adjusting his mic awkwardly. Yeah. It's very okay. I uh, well, you, you got us a new setup, Dusty, and it's yeah, it, it's different, and I'm trying to fix it to how I like it. Gotcha. Well, Andrew, guess what? What we actually have. A sponsor for this episode today. Heck yeah. Paying those hosting fees, baby. Now, uh, it's not Brahms. You know, we've had Brahms as a sponsor, I think, or at least I meant to do that yeah, as a yeah, joke yeah. because I get coupons from them. So, <laughs> you know, like buy one, get one. So, uh, no, today we actually have another podcast. So if you love this podcast, then you might love another podcast. And I'm a dog person, and Andrew's a dog person. I mean, I have two of them. You have two of them, so that counts as dog people. And so what better sponsor to have than a podcast uh, with dog owner? I've not practiced this, Andrew, and I'm a terrible reader, so we'll see how this goes, and hopefully... <laughs> we'll see if you do these in the future. Uh, we'll see if we get any more sponsors. Okay. If you're listening to this, then you... Then we know you enjoy a great podcast filled with useful information presented in fun and engaging ways. Okay, so that's not our podcast. We're just full of useless Less information. information. But you get the point. In fact, if you are like us and dog lovers, correct? We both love dogs, and that's why we know you would be like us, and you would love to add a new podcast to your list of podcasts that you like to listen to. And this podcast that you should be listening to is called... The Jack Russell Parents to your weekly listening routine. Each Monday, married hosts Becca and Gabe explore all the heartfelt, humbling, and hilarious stories that all dog parents can relate to. They interview dog-centric artists and authors, as well as certified trainers with excellent advice to help you improve your dog parenting. We've gone to trainers. Yeah, we like we use the same one. We use the same trainer, and I tell you what, it makes a world it of a really difference. Does. Golly, I would never have another dog without training doing the whole training process i mean it it's grueling but it is well see it wasn't really really grueling for me because i did the boot camp and sent my dog to her for a couple weeks well i did that but then we had like a year of weekly i didn't do year of weekly follow-ups okay i uh interrupted what i was reading uh on Thursdays, they drop fast-paced Zoomisodes, highlighted the latest dog-loving entertainment and viral videos. You can find the Jack Russell. Uh, you can find the Jack Russell Parents podcast at jackrusselparents.com. Crap, they have a website. We don't crap. Uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at JRT Podcast, or by searching Jack Russell Parents on your favorite podcast episode platform thing check him out we also have a link in the description because i'm sure you probably didn't understand what i just said but jack russell podcast listen to it is that how you're supposed to do this i'm not really no i think you're gonna need to redo that are you no i think i think i'll submit it we'll see (laughs) you know like uh that's listen it's the bobby bell bros podcast where we do things different different and well you'll get a different it's different and it's Jack, it, it's a dog podcast. We're dog people. So again, let's talk about our dog training, right? So yeah, yeah. you just did the boot camp, and then you right. just stuck with the basics. Is that kind of yeah, yeah? We did the two boot camps, and then we did one training class. But that was mainly for my wife because I have a big dog that is very intimidating, and my wife was still intimidated after the second. She boot. still is. 
kind of intimidated. As I just, oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. Darcy's over and they're playing, she always is like, <gasps> what's going to yeah. happen? Like, yeah. worst case scenario in her mind, blood It's bath. always worst case scenario yeah. it, when it comes to my dog, so... We did the week thing, like you, or two week thing, and that's basically the the mindingness, like the potty training and the the uh uh-uh uh spray, like the right. no. Uh, we use the word uh uh-uh, uh, and it the leave it and the leave it when yeah. it comes to treats and like so the basic you know sit stays waits all those kind of things. And then we did weekly trainings where we went in public. And I honestly think in that it was basically wherever the dog trainer needed to, to go, go for right. the week was where we went. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's uh, what else on my shopping? Home Depot. We're going to yeah. Home Depot today. But Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply. But it just helped us train Darcy and teach Darcy that when she's in public, she's work, a working dog at right. that point. And she is to mind us more than her environment. Uh, she's got her good citizens test. There's like a lot of things that they have to do. Like one's a sit and wait for like five or yeah. ten minutes while we go to the other side of the store and she can't leave that spot. Like that was one of the tests to pass for her good citizens, good canine citizens, something like that. Yeah, know? good canine citizen. And so really train dog training is a lot about training us as humans to engage and communicate with an animal in a way that is... That works. <laughs> that works. You know, because you have those people that have these con- long conversations with their dogs. Like, I can't believe you just went and chewed on that. You know, like, right. they don't have a clue what that... No. <laughs> you... They lost you at the second <laughs> word. <laughs> There's a Simpsons episode I just uh, watched, um, probably season two or three that we're at right now, and it's about they're getting ready to sell their dog or give their dog away because the dog's choose everything mm-hmm. uh homer bought like a brand new set of nike shoes and then the dog chews it up and he's like we're getting rid of the dog and then bart takes the dog to training school and at the very end bart's just like oh, i just really wish that you would sit and stay you know and i really wish that you would just mind because i don't want to leave you but if i could just get you to sit and the dog is it shows what the dog's hearing the dog hears sit you know so it's like learn the one or two words exactly and the dog sat and so it's just pretty funny that's what reminds me of darcy is you know if i tell her to sit she will sit if i tell her to leave it she will leave it she does that in public just as much as at her home at her home she tends to have a little bit more flexibility but that's because i have ended up having more giving that flexibility away so now she is comfortable at home she can maybe not come directly to me right away and stuff like that. Positive reinforcement dog training is what we did. There was the – we used a spray bottle. Is that yep. what you did? Spray bottle? Yes. So you would uh, uh, and spray for no instead of, I don't know, whatever people yeah, do. Yeah, that way you could just at any time just pick up a spray bottle and sh- they would know. Yeah, yeah. We'd have the right. – at, at some point, it was like a really hot summer in Oklahoma – and it got to the point where we were spraying her, and she was more enjoying the spray than actually saying, "Oh, like not wanting it." You know, right. so it, the spray bottle stopped for us. I do have like a it's a, a collar that beeps, shocks, or vibrates, and I have the shock to like twenty five out of a hundred. I've shocked myself at forty, and it like tickled. So it's just more of a scary thing. But we put that collar on here, and all I have to do is beep it, and she'll come right to us. So, like, she knows she has the collar on, and now she's working. And it's, it's been the thing that's worked the best after the, after the, the water bottle ended up just being more of a nice mist on a summer afternoon. <laughs> like, so, 
But I did want to talk about a dog training and, you know, in Bible, the Bible talks about having faith like a child, you know, having faith in Christ and, and, um, faith is an action, those kind of things. And so kind of got me thinking about the way my dog minds me. Is she minding me out of fear? Is she minding me out of faith? And so I just kind of wanted to have your thought process on. Or is she minding you out of rewards? Cause we use yeah. positive reinforcement treats. She loves mm-hmm. my Darcy loves a good dog treat. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts when it comes to dogs minding? Like what, why are they minding us? Why do they choose to listen to us over the squirrel running through the yard? I would oh, probably say because we are their safety. I mean, we provide everything for them, their food, their water, their ha- shelter, everything. Honestly, I don't know, because you didn't give me any time to think about this. You never give me any time to think about things that... It's true. <laughs> so I wanted to throw you a curve. I didn't really think much about it either. Just kind of like one of those thoughts on the pot, you know, that you just kind of have. And you're like, oh, I wonder if when you also there's have, something to this. You also have me out of my environment. You yeah. changed it all it's up. It's not a night podcast. It's not a morning podcast. It's like between work and home podcast. And I'm still messing with this microphone, trying oh, to figure this out. This guy's going to have so many excuses. Um, and my fantasy team won and lost last week. And <laughs> You don't know if you're all happy these re- or sad. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> All these reasons, man. I, I don't know. I'm getting to the point in my fantasy pick'em league that I'm just going to start picking the opposite. Like, exactly. I am doing so terrible. And last year I got second place. And this year I have done just just horrible. You know, and it's, some of it's just there are teams like Jacksonville beating Buffalo. Like, that's how's that supposed to happen? You know, and but uh, last, I mean, what it was recently, uh, the Dolphins beat the Ravens and I was just, yeah, that was the one time night. normally Thursday games. I like drop the, cause Thursdays, any can, anything can happen short weeks and right. all that kind of stuff. But the Ravens came off, but a it hadn't week. been happening like that. And so then I was like, fine, I'm not going to do my strategy. And then my strategy would have worked, which was still betting the Ravens, but like putting the point value so low just in case something happened. So I'm really kind of ticked off at myself. Not sticking so to my, my strategy is just don't play Thursday night people. Cause Thursday night games usually aren't very, productive yeah but um and i should have done that last night well this is a pick em league so i don't have a choice oh gotcha i just have to i just pick the winner of the games and put a point value to it but that's why i always do that strategy and be like you never know short week especially with covid protocols you don't well, know like somebody short might be week out. but the ravens came off a bye so yeah so you were expecting a, a blowout everyone was expecting and that seems like on the the fantasy and the betting sides of things everyone, this year you you have to do the opposite this year. It's so yeah. crazy. And it's just to to stick to your guns and like go with it is one of the hardest decisions to make. Right. Like picking <laughs> Houston's defense. It's like really? <laughs> yeah. Should I? I mean, am I making the right choice? I'm no, I'm not. But I got to do this. I, I don't have the faith for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue back to faith. So. Part of me was wondering if it is faith, like if Darcy has faith because she relies on us right? so much, uh, that she has faith that what I'm saying and telling her to do is for her benefit, is, is one of the thoughts. But the second thought would be that there is the reward mentality. I think the way our trainer had said it was like, she has a desire to please us. Right. And so... 
she has a desire to get good reaction out of us and to do the right thing, which could still be fake. Like, I don't know. So I just, you can still twist it to a Christian thing. Like, we should have a desire to please God just <laughs> the same way as our dog desires to please us, you know, but... I don't. Know, I was thinking it was more fate, like because when she's getting close to the road, and I uh uh-uh, uh, she immediately turns around. I don't need to call her. I don't need anything. She immediately turns around. Right. If she sees a squirrel and we're in public, and I uh uh-uh, uh, she immediately like looks stops. at me, stops. You know, gets to the the reset position that we have. She heals up. You know, gets to where she's supposed to be. Recently, we've even walked, started walking her without a leash, and she'll stay right beside us. And or if I. Say uh, heal or easy, she'll slow down till we catch back up. It's so weird. She pulls less when she's not on a collar, which is another life principle. You know, like sometimes <laughs> the chains that you bound yourself to don't allow you to make the right decisions, and you're and testing restri- those chains. Right. But if, if those restrictions are gone, you tend to not go outside those restrictions. <laughs> Dog's faith was just kind of something that was on my mind recently. Especially with the Jack Russell podcast, a second ad spot that we are doing not. Are, are, not do doing. you want to try and read it again? Uh, do um, No. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this. Uh, Becca and Gabe explore the heartfelt and humbling and hilarious stories that all dog parents can relate to. JackRussellParents.com. There. Let's see. Are there any stories that you and I relate to when – listen – that was my phone because this afternoon podcast has me thrown off a bit. Any stories that I can relate to with what? Um, that part you just read. Stories that all dog Heart, parents. Oh, heartfelt and dog related. I could say that our dog has more Instagram followers than Bible Belt Bros. Yeah, we can't relate to that because your dog <laughs> is beating ever, beating us. <laughs> what can we relate to? <laughs> Your dog is more famous than we are, dude. We, we, our, my dog has more followers than this and podcast. Do- and your dog can't even take a picture. She can't. <laughs> she never looks in the camera. She always knows. She's like that. Like she's like, stop exploiting me, parents. I'm I'm not seeming seeing a dime of this. <laughs> so, uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers had faith? <laughs> faith, faith, <laughs> faith in Joe Rogan. Yeah, what do you what do you think that uh, of the situation? Not not necessarily your thoughts on COVID vaccinated, and all vaccinated, that. but like just okay. So even if he said because he was the biggest story that the most of the media is mad about because he was only fined fourteen thousand dollars five hundred. He think. was only fined for not wearing a mask at the facility. The, no, not even that. He wore him inside the facility at the press conferences after oh, games. Oh, it was that yes. In the, after the investigation, they found no other things. And then the typical fashion when you come into these things is that, well, if you agree with the the reasoning of Aaron Rodgers, then you're like, yeah, see, he did everything fine minus the one thing. And his whole point was, hey, you're vaccinated. I tested this morning. Right. I'm fine. Why are we still scared? Why are we like having to do all of this? We're all here tested. You know, that was his whole reasoning. Right. And not everybody in the stadium's tested. He had 100,000 people in the stadium today. They didn't get tested as they walked in the doors, you know, <laughs> those kind right. of things. But if you're disagreed with him, most of the people are mad because now after an investigation, he's found innocent, basically, of what people are accusing him of, of lying to the NFL, lying to his teammates, not following protocols, 
So he's found innocent of all that, but nobody cares. If you no. disagreed with Rogers, nobody cares right. uh, about what he did actually do. They're, they're now mad. Well, he lied to us because I did not know what immunized meant, and so I didn't ask a follow-up question. <laughs> Is basically what people right. are mad of. And so I do like, because I listen to the Pat McAfee show, which is nothing like this show if you uh, are listening here because we, we don't say wordy dirds. But I like that show, and he just gave him a platform to maybe say too much, but you just gave him a platform to rant without any interruption. interruption. And, you know, that's why he goes on that show is because most people would interrupt and debate and not actually listen to somebody's full side of the story. So it was very interesting to me, just, just typical fashion. That's why I typically don't get in those arguments on Facebook or anything like that. Is right. Because it's useless. Like I saw somebody doing a live on TikTok the other day and it was like, you know, I'll debate with you on COVID stuff. And I was like, if I was to go on there, which I wouldn't because you're some 20-year-old punk. Who cares? But if I was to go on there, I would ba- my f- first I would say I'm not debating because you're not going to convince me and I'm not going to convince you. And so what's the point? You exactly. Know? Like there is no point of debating. There's just – I'm going to just respect your decision. I'm going to love you as a person and, you know – one of us is wrong. We don't know which one, you know? <laughs> oh, I know which one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, Andrew knows which one. But one of us is wrong. We don't know which one. But you can still, you know, live together in peace and harmony. <laughs> the what? I don't know. I just couldn't figure out how to end a sentence. And so then I just said words, uh, peace and harmony, and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> So I just just mixed a couple words so now together. I just said it again, and it still makes less sense than what Listen, it made the first time I said it. We don't use those words on this podcast. No. Yeah. Well, like, do you like to get into Facebook wars? No. Some people do. I don't even like getting on Facebook. That's true. Now we're just like on the random stuff part of yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I heard something really funny, Andrew, that you threatened your daughter to. I think you like grounded her from her phone and, and then you threatened to take away her iPhone and replace yes. it with an Android. Yes. And that was more um, effective to her, I yes, think, than it was, it was to actually <laughs> ground her from the phone in general. Yes. <laughs> so I, I was playing at church because, you know, I did retire from youth ministry and then was asked to play at church the next two weeks. So um, I guess I'm still kind of somewhat involved you know in i don't know but uh, your daughter was there and she's like dusty my dad threatened to give me an android phone instead of an iphone and i was like what <laughs> that's hilarious and i respect it <laughs> like that's pretty funny uh, uh do you have any other creative ways that you've punished your child because that that's pretty hilarious that was actually uh quite funny because <laughs> i actually knew how effective that would be because we, she had an Android phone at the beginning of the school year, either last year or this year, and she came home begging for an iPhone. And we eventually caved in because we spoil her and uh, gave her an iPhone. When she got in trouble last year, I was like, you know what? The one thing she cares most about is that phone, so I'm going to give her an Android. <laughs> <laughs> that That was a... So if you're a dad out there and you like can't get through to your kid, like, well, how am I going to – I can't just take the phone away because, you know, they need the phone for situations when they're in school and they need a ride. 
threaten to get them an Android phone. Yeah. And that will because then then you're still per getting what you need. Yep. Providing exactly. the reasons that you need them to have the phone, but you're taking away the cool factor. Exactly. Or of having an iPhone. Or give them like a flip phone or something like that. Yes, a drug dealer phone. Yes. Get them one of those babies. The only reason I wasn't going to give her a flip phone was because we have a tracker on her phone. We have Life 360, so we know where she's at all the so time. So you need data. <laughs> yeah, well, we need a smartphone. My dad would say, my flip phones work best than any phone I've ever had in my entire life, probably. I'm, I'm pretty sure those words will come out of his mouth. Uh, whatever, that Nokia brick phone was um, unbreakable. Yeah. Remember we used to, Andrew and I, we've been friends too long. We were friends when cell phones became a thing. Yeah. And so we bought the same Nokia cell phone because it was one of those phones where you could like, there's a football game that was just X's and yep. O's that ran around. Yep. And you like, I pick a play, and then he'd pick a play. Then we put our phones like facing each other, and it would run the play. And whatever defensive play you chose would go, and whatever offensive play I chose would go, and it would have a result. That game was fun. Remember that? We used to play at work just like yep. all the time. Like, that game was fun. When you were, games were so simple. That, right. They And they were fun. And now they're they just were fun. Now we're getting ready to boring. live in the metaverse. Oh where my. we're all just going to be on VR all day. I mean, you got your MetaMask right here. I do have a VR. I do think some of the concepts are cool. There was a uh, Joe Rogan thing that I listened to today. It was talking about the fact that if a generation grows up and VR is their only thing, that they, they, they really know that they go to school in VR, you can go to work environments in VR, and you don't actually have to contribute into society in like a physical fashion. Like that the power grid would be the next nuclear bomb. Uh, like, yeah. destroying a power grid after a generation who's never contributed to society will no longer know how to contribute to society. Yeah. Uh, families will get, you know, because people aren't going to be meeting each other as much, so family, like, kids and stuff like that will go lower. People will be reaping lower. So it was just an interesting concept of, like, you could destroy a power grid, and kind of like that movie uh, Wally. I think that was the same concept oh, yeah. where yeah. they basically could no longer be outside of – if you took away their virtual reality stuff, they would not know how to survive. Well, if we want to know what's going to happen in 30 years, just watch The Simpsons and it'll tell you. That is true, and I am going through The Simpsons uh, so, slowly. Um, see if they – when they got into VR, virtual reality, mm -hmm. um, and then okay. – um, I'll look for that episode. Kind of tell us what, what they did in that episode, and we'll know that's what's going to happen in the near future. Yeah, that's where it's going to happen. And then we're going to uh, wage some bets and put some money in the stocks and become millionaires. Well, you should probably put some stock into Facebook. You know, It's not Facebook anymore. Some, some people – well, yeah. Put some stock into the meta. Meta world piece. Meta universe. Meta. Did he know? Maybe mm. he's a time traveler. Maybe yeah. meta knew meta before it was meta. And he was predicting world peace. Revelations, one currency, it's all online. It's all meta coin. Uh, all meta coin. Isn't that one of the things they're trying to do is do their own currency yeah. inside Facebook? Yep. Own crypto that you have to have. Dude. It's happening. Th this world, man. I don't know. That whole one currency kind of went out the window when crypto was uh, born, birthed. Because there are now... Hundreds and thousands of different cryptos. Yeah, I've never understood the... Um, I've never done a study in Revelations. I've never cared to do a study in Revelations. Because I think it's just a bunch of people trying to guess the future without knowing the future and spending a lot of time on the future instead of the present. I'm probably wrong in that situation. But I've never like got too into it, like Mark of the Beast and stuff like that. Some people talk right. about the vaccine. like They're injecting you with some sort of... 
thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on nowadays, but um, listen, they already have my license. They have my photo ID. They have my face that matches my... <laughs> Listen, I was in the military, and we couldn't even track our own trucks when we were in on the <laughs> so the battlefield. I really doubt that in the uh, 10 years that I got, well, no, five years since I got out of the military, that they were able to create a tracking chip that just goes under your <laughs> That That is it, true. It doesn't work. Andrew, who's been in the military, where most of our budget goes to as a yes. nation, and yet they and we still we had what was called even... Blue Force Trackers. And they, the tracking systems never worked. They, they couldn't even get their Live 360 to work on their trucks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to the beginning. So, all right. Well, I was just thought, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on faith and dogs? Are they listening to us because of faith or are they listening to us because of fear or are they listening for to rewards. us for rewards? Just an interesting concept. So, cause then when you look at the way I react to the gospel, Am I, how am I? Am I doing it for faith? Am I doing it for fear? Or am I doing it for the rewards? You know, definitely rewards. I want heaven. <laughs> yeah, you want heaven exactly. And so there, there's a lot of reasons why people listen and follow Christ and the Bible and their leaders, the spiritual leaders here on earth. Which one's right, or is it all kind of right? Do you need a little bit of fear to match up with that faith, knowing that there's a reward? Oh, snappies. <laughs> okay. Okay. And on that note. Well, I'm glad you guys listened to the podcast. Hopefully you got to this point where we're done. Hopefully you haven't stopped it by now. And if you had stopped it by now, now you're like, why, why haven't I stopped it yet? But have a good one. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.